Hi, everyone. It's Marissa here. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing my friend and colleague and a fellow Marissa, Marissa Yee from Fuel My Balance. And we talked all about motherhood. And I just think she has such an amazing perspective and is just so brave and so vulnerable to share her story of how even though all things were, quote, right in her life, um, she wasn't necessarily thinking that she could have a child. And when she found out she was pregnant, it wasn't met with all the warm fuzzies and happy feelings that everybody thinks they should have. And I know she's not alone out there. And I just, I love that she shared this story so bravely and so vulnerably. And I think it can help a lot of women who feel the same way. And just for everyone out there, it's okay to feel a range of emotions, no matter what society or other people are telling you, you should feel. So we talked about a lot of different things, but this, um, I think there's something in here for everybody. And I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Thanks so much. And if you find anything that you like, don't be afraid to share it, leave a review, like it, message one of us, tell us, and definitely give Marissa a follow at Fuel My Balance. Enjoy. Welcome to the Nourished and Nurturing Podcast. We're two holistic-minded moms with a passion for real food and raising healthy, empowered children. We want to provide a safe and educational, judgment-free zone for supporting women as they journey into motherhood and discover the mom they were meant to be. I'm Marissa of Confidently Balanced. I'm a former speech-language pathologist turned nutritional therapy practitioner and have a passion for all things health, wellness, and mindset. I'm also a mama to a little guy with a big personality. And I'm Michelle. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner student. I have a degree in Thai massage and a master's in business analytics. I'm a mama to a little one and have another one on the way. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical concern. Hi. Thanks for being here. Hi. Of course. I'm just so excited that you, I know we've been talking about this for a while and I felt like I was hounding you about it, but <laughs> I'm just really you happy. <laughs> I was just avoiding. <laughs> it's intense. I remember when I did my first one, I was just like, um, what do I say? <laughs> How's this going to go? Yeah. And the husband you went off. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just so excited because I know we're going to get into this, but I, what made me want to have you on for a variety of reasons, I just want an excuse to talk to you, but that Instagram post that you made, I don't even know how long ago it was. It was just such, such an important perspective, but anyway, we'll get into it, but I just want you to tell everybody who you are, kind of your background, how you got here, what you do, whatever you feel like sharing. Sure. So my name is Marissa Yee. I'm a... I always mess this up now. Functional nutritional therapy practitioner. <laughs> um, you and I both went to the same school. Okay. And I do have a small practice in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, where I prefer to see one-on-one clients. I don't see a lot of remote clients, but just helping people manage their lifestyles through stress management techniques. And I'm also starting a new business venture since I quit my corporate job after 11 years. Yeah, which is huge, by the way. Uh, yeah. Huge. <laughs> huge. 
which we'll get into it. I feel like this whole path has led me to be okay with it. I may not okay, but like forced it upon myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be opening the opening a gathering space that really helps mothers connect with other human beings, adults, and feel supported and seen throughout their new venture because motherhood can be isolating and scary and we need all the help we can get. We do. And I know we've talked about this probably a ton of times, but it really does take a village. And when you don't have, like so many of us live away from our families or we don't maybe have the best relationship with our families. And it's so hard. Like you said, motherhood, it's intense. So I absolutely love that you're doing this. I think it's the coolest thing ever. It's just so important. Yeah. I'm like super excited and pumped about it. And everyone I talk to about it, especially mothers are like, this is so desperately needed. Um, you know, because especially the first few weeks are so isolating. Like you don't know what to do. You're alone with a baby that's stuck to you. (laughs) Right. You can't even get up half the time. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I think it'll be great. I'm really pumped. It's a long road ahead, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. So would you like to talk about kind of your view on motherhood before you got pregnant and just kind of like where you were at before that and during the whole process. I don't know where you want to start your story. I just, I just love, I think it's such an important one. So whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. So I just had my son Liam nine months ago, which is crazy. (laughs) So um, we found out that we were pregnant in August of 2018 I was 32 years old, married for two years almost with my husband since 2010. We didn't really feel like that push to get pregnant, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we were getting pushes from left and right from like family and friends. Like, you know, the first question is, when do you get married? Then it's, when are you going to have your first kid? And so that was everyone's question every time they saw us. And Usually we just ignore it and laugh it off. Like we were happy. We honestly never even talked about it. Yeah. It wasn't even a thought. Neither one of us, I think, I don't know that we never saw it happening, but we didn't, we didn't feel the need to like push it. Yeah. Um, like growing up, I was always like, oh, I'll be married by the time I'm 25. I'll start a family by I'm 28. That came from I remember that too. I had a plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, does anyone ever stick to that? No, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that came and went. Um, and what happened is we, my best friend had her son a few months after we got married. And so, I mean, I watched her grow um, with her son and, you know, I love her son. Her son's amazing. Um, But we had spent a weekend down the shore with them because I was doing a triathlon and they were gracious enough for letting us stay at their place. And it was like, I don't know. I kind of now get why mothers are like, you just fall in love with your husband again when they're like playing with the child. Like Mm -hmm. it's a new, like, you know, you don't see that. And it's like this new softness. It's, I don't know. I can't really describe it. It was just weird. Yeah. 
my husband with a baby and playing with them, it was like this whole new perspective. So we left that weekend. It's also my best friend's goal, I think, to like see like, oh, look, you can have a life and a baby. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So we did leave that weekend and we talked about it like on the two, two hour drive home. And I think the one question that I came, kept on coming back to was, do we really want to grow old and not have our own like immediate family to like spend holidays with, to take care of us? Um, I'm very much attached to my family. We do everything together. I have two siblings who I'm very close with. I live two hours from my parents. See them probably... I mean, now with baby, like more than ever, but before it was probably like once every two months of anything. So I don't know. I was struggling with, if we really don't do this, am I going to be okay in the future with not having children? Yeah. It's such a hard question to answer too. Right? Yeah. Um, but like neither one of us felt like, we were both like, but we're happy. Like we don't need, we don't need a baby to be happy. Right. And that's, that's so valid. Um, life was good. We should, I should probably also tell your audience, we are also in the middle of a renovation <laughs> that has been now four and a half years. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bringing a baby into this was kind of like my last thought as well, but We decided we would try. And the next time I was supposed to get my period, it came and went. I never got it. I've been late before. Zach was like, you're distressed. I'm like, but I literally have not been stressed for like the last two months. Like I've been really good with my meditation. have been doing it like every day. I was doing yoga. I was working out. I just didn't, it came and went. And so a week later, I begged him to get a pregnancy test. And I knew it was going to be positive. Like there was no doubt. He was like, you're, you're delusional. This is not happening. I had never taken one before. I didn't even know how it worked. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I was like, what do I do? It's such an experience. I think I locked myself in the bathroom for five minutes after I read that positive sign. Oh my gosh. It was nine o'clock at night. I was like dumbfounded, shocked. Yeah. Um, Zach started taking shots because I think he was so shocked. Like, what? Wow. He's like, we're going to have sex all the time. Like, we're not going to have like this great, like, sexual relationship until we get pregnant. (laughs) No, sorry. Right on the money. (laughs) Nope. I think that was his biggest upset about the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was like, meanwhile, I'm like semi freaking out. Yeah. Like what's going through your head in that moment? There was a lot of F's bombs going off. (laughs) I could not believe it. Um, it was, it was unreal. Like, how like how could that have happened right because you know it's once you get into that whole thing it's actually hard to get pregnant and you don't expect it to happen right away you certainly right. yeah you hear all the stories of like women trying for months years and they can't get pregnant right. um 
And I guess I can say this on here because this is probably the real reason. I guess I should tell. Whatever you want. I don't even know if I even publicly said this before. I don't know if you know this. So I strongly believed I could not get pregnant. Mm. Wow. Strongly, strongly, strongly did not. No real rationale why, like never had infertility tests done on neither one of us. Didn't think, like there was no medical reason for why I believe this. Um, But after, you know, us being together since 2010, no accidents. Yeah. You kind of see like. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know where babies come from, but that's a long time frame to not have any, you know. No accidents, no scares. Yeah. Because most of my scares were always related to stress. Like I could tie them to a stressful event and that's why I was late. Um, when I was five years old, my mother um, had a miscarriage. Mm. And it really affected me, like really strongly affected me. I don't even know if she knows this. Um, the baby was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck. Um, so, I mean, it had been full term. She was later. And I can remember the moment my dad pulled up in the driveway, got out of the blue ugly minivan we had and walked in the house without my mom or my baby sister. What happened after that, I don't remember, but I've also been told that is when I went, became like this angry child. Wow. So I think it was part me terrified of that ever happening again. And so it wasn't so much of, I can't get pregnant. It's me telling myself this story to avoid failure and heartbreak oh first like six months it was just a battle of that and just learning to trust myself and that everything was gonna be okay that is so heavy yeah wow thank Um, you for sharing that though it's not an easy thing to talk about no, it's not. And that's actually the first time I have not like hysterically been bawling, but <laughs> it, it was very, it's a very real fear. And I don't think, I mean, if you have a miscarriage, it affects you and you, you know, that's, it's a difficult time trying because it's also like a repeat failure, heartbreak, but I don't know if people realize that things that might not have happened directly to you, but like happen to those around you that you love, it still can mess you up and you can somehow instill those fears in you. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. that was the battle, I think, that I think it took me six months to realize that, tie for why I think I felt that way for so long. Everything else, it was, you know, physical material what I was like I'm losing (laughs) yeah that I think realizing it was that fear of why I was avoiding it for so long and that discussion 
I think it's, yeah. Well, I think it's amazing that you even made that connection to begin with, because it's, I mean, that's something that's so easy to just suppress and just kind of, I mean, it's painful, it's devastating, it's horrible. And it's not like you want to think about that and especially apply it to yourself, but clearly it's there in your subconscious. And, oh, I just can't even imagine that constant worry. And did you have any way to kind of cope or like get, get yourself through that? Or was it just like, you know, that fear the whole time, the whole six months? It was... I don't think I did anything directly to cope with it. I think having friends who didn't instill fear in me helped a lot, giving me resources to read. I forget, Ina May, I think that's her name. Oh, yes. Um, the like midwife in Tennessee. She, um, I read her book and I think that helped me a lot realizing, you know, women are designed to have babies. Like our bodies are designed to do this and it's, pregnancy is not an illness. And I think knowing, learning that and then kind of taking everything else into my power and not becoming a control freak over my whole entire pregnancy and labor, but like understanding that we are able to do this and we don't need medical interventions if everything's going help like well and healthy to actually have a baby i think that was empowering itself um and then just finding a team that understood the risks but understood how labor is meant to happen i think helped me a lot because Liam did have the quarter wrap around his neck. The one thing in my birth plan was do not tell me. Just handle the situation and tell me hours later. Don't tell me. They they told me like in the morning after he was born. But like I had no clue at the time. Gosh. (sighs) Yeah, it's just I think just realizing that our bodies are meant to do it was the only thing I did. Yeah. I was talking to someone this weekend who she and her husband are just starting to talk about potentially having children. And she just was saying how horrified she is of the whole labor and delivery process. And I think that's what a lot of people think because that's all that we see, right? Like if it's a TV show, it's a woman on her back, just screaming her head off and cursing out her husband. It's not like this thing that your, your body is made to do. And yeah, exactly. that's, that's all you see. And that's mostly at least my friends that are vocal about, I feel like they just, you know, they talk about the horror. Well, not the horror, but like Well, yeah, but I mean it is kind of horrible. Intended yeah. Oh my god, what's the word? Intensity. Sorry. Yeah. Like they just talk about this and that. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear that before I go into labor like I, I want to hear the positive birth stories because those aren't the ones that you hear enough of oh my gosh I agree yeah so I like just reading Nina May's book I think was life-changing in that aspect and that's when I actually switched OBGYNs did you do that okay did you go to a midwife or just a different OB we went to a midwife at 20 weeks cool like PC I mean yeah. I wasn't my OBGYN to begin with so Good for you. Yeah. That's also a very brave thing to do because like, I don't know, most, most people wouldn't switch it. I didn't 
notes, which I wish I would have, but, um, in other circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But especially, you know, halfway through you think, okay, well, I've already made it this far. I guess I'll just stay. I mean, most people don't take that power back into their own hands. So good for you. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I was really happy that I did that. Um, the day after I actually found out, I was seeing a friend who's actually an NTP and I was working with the time and I had to tell her cause she was going to start palpating me. Mm. And she's like, I actually had a feeling when you walked in this door that you were pregnant. What? And she started asking me all these questions about midwives. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just figured this out yesterday. Like I need to <laughs> process. She's like, all right. And I asked her like three months later, I was like, so you mentioned a midwife. What is that? <laughs> like, I had no idea at the time. Like I didn't know there was this whole other world. Yeah. Options. Like you're not told these things. We're not. And that's so sad because that used to be the standard of care was a midwife. And then everything just became so medical and I get it. I mean, sometimes it's necessary, of course, but probably as a whole, I would say, I don't know, that might be a brazen statement, but you know, a midwife, you know, we said it's meant that meant to be that way, basically. (laughs) I mean, I think I strongly believe in a team model and I think a midwife should be part of your labor and delivery team. Like OBGYNs are surgeons. Right. Yeah. So I feel like why not have a midwife there? If there is something wrong, the OBGYN is also there. Like we don't need to have this fear base of, Baby's not out in two hours. Like we need to go in surgery. Like, I know. Oh my gosh. I know. Ugh. Um, so at what point was there a point in your pregnancy that you kind of just like, I know you said six months, you kind of started to trust yourself a little bit more, but was there a point where you were like, you processed through all the shock and kind of WTF moments where you were like excited or feeling like, not that you're ever ready, but you know, kind of on board with the whole thing? (laughs) No, I don't think I was ever on board. Um, I don't think I ever loved it. I didn't hate it though. So like, don't get me wrong. Like I just, I think I felt like neutral about it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a fan of my changing body. Um, I was also like, I'm an ad, was an avid athlete. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, all went downhill and I found out I was pregnant and that's because I had already done all this work to be like in tune with like how my body felt and I wasn't pushing it I felt like crap so I wasn't gonna keep going to CrossFit and doing three workouts a day and stuff like that but me having to come terms with that slowing down losing my abs yeah was that hard for you like I I mean I can kind of relate but um no, I mean, it was, vanity-wise, yeah, it was difficult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no one really sees almost in summer when you're in a bikini. Right. Um, but I also didn't gain a lot of weight during pregnancy, so that might be why, like, it just was kind of like, they were there and they're not. <laughs> Sucks that they're gone, but it wasn't the end of the world. But, I, I mean, it was, like, vanity, like, reasons. I was upset that they were gone. Um, I only gained like 25 pounds or something. Oh yeah. Um, and it was a small frame. I feel like overall, and I didn't work out of the 
I work from home a lot. So like, I didn't have to like buy clothes. So I feel like there was a lot of things that like, I just didn't have to like face. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have to buy a new whole new wardrobe. So I felt like in a way I wasn't being like, unless I looked down and saw the belly, like I wasn't constantly reminded. And I also didn't tell people. Oh, okay. I didn't tell people. Um, and it's not that I hid my belly. I don't really wear skin tight clothes. So I wear like more athletic baggy-ish clothes. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't gain that much weight, I felt like until seven months, you honestly had no idea. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, sorry to answer your question, like long-winded answer. No. Um, I don't, I don't think there was ever a real changing point where I was like, oh, I'm so excited that baby's going to be here. No. Did you, um, did you ever, and I'm not, I'm not asking you this to shame you because I love this perspective. I think this is something that nobody talks about because we feel like we have to be happy all the time. And, you know, like, not that you don't think it's a blessing and all the things, but we almost have to justify our feelings. And I think that's so wrong. But did you ever like, did you ever feel guilty? Like, oh, I should be excited or, oh, I should feel like, did you ever feel like that? Or were you just cool? Like, this is how I feel. Oh no. I felt extreme guilt for it. Like I, I felt terrible that I wasn't excited. Um, I thought I was going to be a terrible mother because of it. I was like, this child's going to be messed up because also during this whole time, like learning about energy and how everything affects each other. So I'm like, Oh shit. Like the baby's going to like feel that like, it's not loved and I don't care about it. And it's not that I wasn't, didn't care like I was still eating really healthily. Like that was still my priority. Like I knew I needed to move and like I knew what I needed to do in order to try to nourish an optimal healthy baby. But I just when emotionally thinking about it, like I wasn't like, oh, like I can't like I there was no like motherly instinct. Does that make like totally I, like super excited um for the life-changing events to come right I mean you can't predict what's going to (laughs) happen after that kid gets here and it's not like and this is what gets me is that it's not that you didn't of course love your baby it's just one it was you know unexpected (laughs) in a way it was a shock and like all this other stuff was going on too and it's not I don't know like I said, just like how positive we have to be all the time and how open oh, yeah. about, you know, the blessing. I, I love my kid, but, or I'm so excited, but and it's like, we don't have to justify that stuff. We're allowed to feel however we want to feel about that. And that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I just, I also didn't like talking to people about it. Like I didn't want to have conversations about it. I think, um, I finally announced it on Instagram. I think I told like a few close friends that I was pregnant just so they wouldn't be like totally peeved that I was announcing <laughs> and they didn't know. But I remember announcing it and having all these people flood my text messages and call me. It, I posted it at like 10 o'clock at night with the intention of turning my phone off and like ignoring the world. <laughs> Texts and calls flooding in like, oh my God, congratulations. Literally in the post, it says, I don't want to talk about this. Mm. I will eye roll at you because I'm not excited. 
Yeah. And I was just like, did you guys not read that? Like, right. did you, what is going I on? I was kidding. <laughs> like, and so I ignored people a lot throughout my pregnancy. Like I didn't see anyone. I didn't talk to anyone. Cause they'd be like, Oh, what are you doing this? Are you doing that? I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like that's a lot. I didn't want a boom shower. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I mean, I felt guilty for not being the expected way you're supposed to be during pregnancy. But I also knew that like, I knew I wasn't going to neglect the child either. Right. Of course. Yeah. But I wasn't like giddy excited about it either. Right. Right. No, I, I love that. And like I've told you a million times, I just think that perspective is so important. It's so important because you are not alone in feeling that way. And there are probably millions of women who feel the exact same way and they can't talk about it or they won't talk about it because it's not, they feel like they're going to get judged or whatever. And they probably will. And that's the problem. (laughs) I was definitely judged, but I mean, you think about like literally you, I had this conversation with a friend and basically think about it. I was 32 when we got pregnant. I had 32 years of independence. Like I did, I did what I want. Zach and I went out at eight o'clock at night to get dinner, not even necessarily to go to bars, but like we did what we wanted. We slept in. We were always on the go. Like him working on the renovation or going kayaking, fishing, while I, I don't know, worked out, trained for a triathlon, for a race, hiked with my dog. Like, we were constantly on the go, and we were just like, how is this baby going to fit? And knowing that while I was pregnant and when the baby was going to be here, our lives would completely shift was terrifying. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've sat on my ass so much in the last nine months in before the last, like, 10 years. I don't think I've sat that much ever. Yeah, yeah. And what has that done for like, even now, like now that you are in this space and you're, you know, you're doing all the sitting and you're doing all the nursing and all the things, what's that done for your mindset? Is it like, are you at a place where you're like, okay, this is just the season that we're in. Or is it still like, I want to be up. I want to be doing stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's very weird. And I'm not really sure when it happened. Um, maybe in the eighth month. So like in March, I just had like this shift, like, well, so first off, also when I got pregnant, I went from like, go, go, go stress mentality. It just happened overnight. Not really sure how that happened. I guess my body knew I needed to chill out. (laughs) But somewhere in like March, I feel like I just kind of surrendered to the whole process. Mm. Like knowing that life was going to change, knowing I need to slow down. Like life was not going to be the same. We weren't going to be able to get up on a Saturday and go for a run immediately. And that was hard, but I also think somehow just having that mind shift change, it made life easier. Like when people ask how life is now, I feel bad saying it's not that bad. Yeah. Like, it's relatively easy. But I think it's also because 
I, I, not Zach, I have surrendered. Like I've slowed down. I've accepted Liam is a baby. He is going to cry when he's upset or hungry or needs a diaper change. He can't always express what it is that he needs. And I don't always know what it is he needs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there are like, it's not always happy times, but when things are rough, I kind of just, I know it is just temporary and it just is what it is at the moment. Um, I don't know how that happens because you asked me 18 months ago, I would have been like, <laughs> I'm like screwed. <laughs> but somehow it's just this kind of sorted itself out. Like, getting pregnant, just everything, you kind of just grow somehow. Mm-hmm. Like there is a rebirth yeah. that happens. I'm not who I was before getting pregnant. I'm not even who I was during pregnancy. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Things are easier and it, could all be because, yeah, I'm not at my corporate job. I'm not stressed about that. And all I have to do is worry about Liam. But it's very weird. I don't know how to explain it. No, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I just, I I think rebirth is the perfect word for it. And there reaches a point, whether it's in pregnancy or whether it's after the baby gets here or whatever, like, no matter what, I feel like you just reach a point where you have to surrender. I mean, you just do. And I, I love that you said that. And I don't really know how to explain it either, but it's like, at least for me, and it kind of sounds like this is a little bit what you were saying. Like when you become a mother, at least it, nothing has stripped away more layers of me and made me face these dark, ugly places that I didn't even know I was suppressing for who knows how long than like, thinking of how I want to raise my child in this crazy world and who I want to be as a mother and how I want to, how I want him to see me and how I want him to think back about me. And I don't know, this is rambly and a side tangent, but I just, nothing has like stripped that away more. And it feels like now, and I am almost two and a half years out of this. Like I'm just picking up these pieces of who I was and who I am still becoming. And it's like weird. Cause like you said, I never would have thought this would be where my life is at all. And you're just kind of like gluing them back together a little bit, but with like really crappy, like stick glue because nothing is permanent, right? Like, like this piece that of you, just because you're trying to fit it back in, doesn't mean it's going to stay there. And I just think that's the coolest part about this whole process, at least for me, is that you're just always evolving and I don't know if any of that makes any sense. No, that makes complete sense. Because, I mean, yeah. If you asked me 18 months ago if I'd be where I am right now, do, planning to do what I'm doing, I would have been like, hell no, I don't want to create a community. I don't want to talk to people. Like, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I talked to no one during pregnancy. Literally, all my friends were like, you were a hermit. Like, what <laughs> Like it's, it's another world and it's, you died, the person you were, you died when your child is birthed. Mm-hmm. Like it's true. Goodbye. Cause that's gone. Yep. Yep. So true. 
fight it or you can just accept it. That's it. The fact that I just accepted it, it just, I think it's helped everything for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it was not, there was a lot of mindset work, I feel like leading up to pregnancy that I didn't even realize was going on. And I think it just continued and maybe escalated mm-hmm. without me even realizing it. And now I'm like all like, okay, emotions, energy, like this is real. Like, <laughs> it needs to just, it's not like woo woo. It's actual real. Like I know. We're allowed to feel, we're allowed to be this way. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Suppressing it does nobody any favors. I've learned that the hard way probably too many times, but yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. Is there anything else, like how, how your life has changed, anything else that you want to share or anything you want to say to other mothers who might be feeling the same way as you? Um. I think the only thing I'll say is your feelings, you are valid. I think that took me a really long time to realize. Like I used to numb myself through means that like are acceptable, like working out. Um, I didn't do drugs or alcohol. Um, not like excessively to like numb. So I use exercise in my stress heightened work and do stress. Um, I use it as a crutch to like numb. And I think pregnancy, not having the energy to work out made me face all those emotions. And I just think mothers need to realize it's, it's okay. Like that is valid, but tell someone I'm hoping you trust your partner enough to communicate with him or her um, because you can't just let it fester inside of you. It will eat you up, mm-hmm. but you are completely valid for feeling anything. And I think if anything I learned is sharing my story is that there are other people that feel the same way. You are not alone it might not be like your immediate circle, but there is someone that feels exactly the way you do. I love that so much. Warm fuzzies. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, social media, website, anything like that? Yeah. So the place I'm most active is probably on Instagram, Feel My Balance. And the gathering space, which I've just set up the Instagram account for, is Wild Roots Phoenixville. Yes. There's nothing on there, but if you're local in Pennsylvania, it will start um, having content shortly. I'm in the midst of getting everything set up and going, so fingers crossed. But yeah, that's where you can find me. So excited for you. Thank you for sharing all of that and for being so vulnerable and yeah, just everything. This was so good. Email us your questions at nourishedandnurturing at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at nourishedandnurturing. You can find more from me, Marissa, at confidentlybalanced.com. And you can find more from me, Michelle, on Instagram at Michelle Taggy. Please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast if you liked what you heard and share it with a friend. We look forward to talking to you next week.